And just so we know, eyebrows is always one of them. Yes. Keep it going. Never <laughs> never slack on the eyebrows. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it is non-negotiable. We all need eyebrows. Yeah, we all Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. Another sunshiny day, but Yay. we're still apart. <laughs> we are, actually. Um, I'm still up north, so that's pretty cool. And I just got back, so we've been <laughs> yeah. enjoying this summer so far. It's been great. Um, the weather, like, you, you cannot complain. It's the nicest weather we've no. had in ages, so... Yeah, we celebrated Canada Day, so that was fun. And yeah, I have like, um, you know me, because um, normally we're together at the cottage, but this time we're apart. But you know me and my sunburns and my habits of, for some reason, like not understanding how sunscreen works during cottage weekends. Anyways, I have the worst, <laughs> the ugliest, like. Two different bikinis uh, and then a one piece trying to cover up. So my stomach has weird stripes from all the different levels of of bikini bottoms and like, you know, all the different fits and everything. My boobs, everything looks hideous. I have stripes on my butt from a chair. Like, it's so bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, I have a full scalp burn, which is the most (laughs) uncomfortable thing I've ever had because... I don't know why I didn't think that I need to protect my scalp as well as the rest of my body. Nobody does. But I had braids in because I didn't want to deal with my hair while I was up north. And, and they look so good, by the way. Oh, thanks. Um, and yeah, so now my scalp is burnt and it's just like flaking off, so it's disgusting. Uh, so those are the things that yes. are less good about the summer. <laughs> and you would think <laughs> that we would learn, but apparently not. Um, no, we're well into our 30s and Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there are worse things, I guess. Yes, definitely. Uh, so we have a fun show and we're going to get into it really quick. I do want to shout out our sponsors. Thank you to Intamo Pleasurables for supporting Herspective. Intamo Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all their products. They are a company that cares and gives back a portion from every sale used to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. So head to IntamoPleasurables.com for their full line of products and use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. Also, if you are in the victoria british columbia area their store in tamo pleasure boutique is now open so we're so happy for them and excited and hopefully soon we'll be able to get there and check it out too and also thank you to our sponsor birch and fog for supporting the show birch and fog is an online luxury plant-based wellness shop for the modern woman they carry a wide range of cbd products We can't recommend them enough, really. We have been using the Feel CBD Sleep Drops, and they're absolutely amazing. They work so well, um, light flavor, and they just really quiet the chatter. If you're someone who has that kind of like constant talking in your mind when you're trying to go to sleep, like I know we do, um, (laughs) it, it really helps to shut that down and let you fall off to sleep. So Definitely check their products out as well, either on Instagram at Birch and Fog 
or at birchandfog.com. And of course, use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout to get $20 off your first order. Two amazing brands, uh, female run, and like, again, we can't recommend them enough. So definitely check them out and use those coupon codes. And back to our good stuff, regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that mouthful. It is a mouthful. Yeah, so I'm loving uh, this view, editing and recording, looking out over beautiful water. I've been at the like literal nicest water lake ever in my life. It's the best. Awesome. So happy. Yeah, it makes yeah yeah it makes like doing any kind of work that much better because I was working while I was up north as well, and it's just nice to have a different change of scenery, and you're surrounded by that serenity, yeah. and it's so peaceful and tranquil. So. I get you. It certainly is. So completely different topic, though. We have a fun show today. We are being Yay. joined again by our favorite dating uh, relationship coach and celebrity matchmaker, Carmelia Ray. So she's been on the show before. And this time we're talking about dating after COVID. Um, yeah, Super fun, super exciting to have um, uh, when our guests are a repeat guests and come back. And it's so fun to get like other facets of their knowledge and explore other topics as well. And obviously dating in COVID is something that's super pertinent for now. So really awesome to, to have her in and, and chat with her. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we're not technically out of COVID, um, but because... I would not say we are. Yeah, because, uh, well, a lot of the world, but like we're in Canada, so a lot of uh, provinces are opening back up and things are getting back to normal. Patios are open, as we've already chatted about, and just like things are opening back up. So there's more options if you are someone who's dating, but she gives some really interesting insight into like some of the challenges that people are having with dating now um there's a whole new layer of concerns and questions that people have and just sort of like what people are willing and not willing to do and how long they're willing to kind of talk to somebody um they have because like and we get into it in the show but they're you know Zoom calls are like the newest thing and something that is probably going to stick around and you have insight into people's homes or wherever they're at while they're on the Zoom call and I think it can be good and bad but I think it's opening up another area to judge somebody on, right? Oh, 100%. And the other thing too is I used to online date obviously before and um I couldn't imagine like always what do you always have to like be picture perfect ready to go like a lot of the times I talk to people before bed when I'm well into my like nighttime regime so it will change a lot of that but I think what it would do and kind of as we see like it it kind of narrows down um, for people and and makes people a little more I guess um well, we find that people are more picky, but I think it would make it so you're not talking to a thousand people at the same time. You know, you, you're picking one or two or whatever. You're becoming more selective, probably. Yeah. But I think you're I also, <laughs> I think Thank it you. also um, kind of hinders like your options. And because we, I, I think people are going to become a lot more picky and have more yeah. reasons 
to decide they don't like someone or are unwilling to then take it from the Zoom call into an in-person meeting because they've already made up their mind due to, I don't know, their wallpaper or their furniture and cast this judgment of deciding like, oh, you obviously don't have any money because your house looks like this or you have a lot of money, so now I definitely want to talk to you. So, I mean, these are all just like examples of things that Carm kind of talks to and it's it's going to be really interesting yeah. like I definitely want to get back in touch with her for a third time on the show like maybe next year when some of this hopefully we don't get a second wave of COVID but when everything seems to like kind of go back to normal and what the dating world will really look like post COVID yeah. Well, and and let some time to sink in. Like mm-hmm. like you said, we're still like in it. It's still happening. So it's all very, very new. Like what's going to happen? Will we see like a rise in divorce? Will we see like a rise in marriages? Like what's what will we see uh, statistic wise or, or kind of like what will be the new norm for relationships, dating um, and everything like that kind of in a year's time, you know, give us a bit of chance to to see what's going to come. And, you know, it, it will be really interesting um, to see, like, like imagine going back into the dating world um, now when everything, like, I would be a little confused at just, like, now FaceTiming with a stranger. Like, I don't know, if, but if that's the norm, like, so, I don't know. You have to go with the flow. And, yeah, I, I mean, I don't like FaceTiming, period. So never mind FaceTiming with someone that you don't know and they can make a decision on you like right away. It's one thing to have your profile on a dating site with like a tiny little image or a couple images. Obviously you're picking your best ones and FaceTime isn't the most flattering. Like being on a Zoom call, it's a shitty phone or computer camera. (laughs) It's not giving you like the best angles. Your lighting isn't going to necessarily be good, which also Carm touches on. So yeah, it's a completely different world you have of to dating now. Like MacGyver up um, tools, like a set, like a phone stand. Yeah, a, a full set in order to to look your best. Because even now, like if I'm doing Zoom calls, um, even professionally, you still want to look good and not look terrible. And I'm like, what? The, I I look sickly. Like it's just never good. Um, but you know what I was just thinking. Um, when I was online dating immediately, like if I was talking to someone, I would ask for more pictures because like you said, a lot of the pictures are their best ones or I find with men would have really older ones. So now they're, they do have less hair or they are a bit fatter in the middle. You know what I mean? So like, I would always say like, I want a real time picture of you today, um, of what you look like. So I guess this is just literally the next step and and it would be better. Maybe it does weed out people a bit better because people do tend to f- focus on one thing and they're like, no, I, I can't get past that. And I guess it does like speed up the process a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it will weed people out, but I think you're also going to start limiting yourself. Um, you could people could be shutting down. Certainly somebody who could be perfect for them because they've made a decision on something so superficial way too soon and and won't even get to know the person. So I I think it could go both ways and we are going to see different reactions from both ends of the spectrum. And it's just going to be really interesting to find out like how this does really change the dating scene and how 
like it affects online dating as well. Um, like people may not yeah, even be like willing last... to meet somebody in person. They may decide like you have to go through online first or only until I've made a decision. Yeah. Like so, it, and now it's yeah. a whole other set of questions. Like, you know, maybe you want to ask somebody, do you have an STD or an STI or have you had them? Now it's like, uh, do you have COVID or did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to be safe, obviously, when you ask that stuff. But then it's just a whole nother as, as we're presented with different issues in society. Like, that's the new thing that we, we have to talk about. Like, I'm sure a lot of the people are talking about, like, do you support um, Black Lives Matter and things like that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, this it's just crazy what's going on um, in the world and seeing how everything that is going on in the world affects dating, because that is a huge part of people's lives that is that's you finding your spouse you know what I mean so yeah for sure for single people yeah and I'm glad we have like the expert on with us today so yeah so we'll let her fill you all in on what is really going on in the dating scene and she will give you some tips and some pointers and you know help you navigate if you are single so yeah let's get into the show and again very excited to have her back on celebrity matchmaker dating and relationship expert tv host welcome to the show carm welcome carm Thank you for having me. I am great. I've been so busy. Yes. Obviously, we follow you on social media and it just <laughs> looks like you're nonstop. And I guess I should have said welcome back to the show. Yeah. Welcome yes. back. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. Has it been yeah. a, like, has it been six months or less oh, or more? More. It's been about like eight, I think. You were our fourth guest, episode. our fourth episode, and now yeah. you're our Forty first. Yeah. Wow. Look That's at right. you guys. Yeah. You guys are <laughs> killing it. Amazing. Congratulations. You. When's your one year? September. September. We were just when? talking about that. September. September. That's so great. Oh my god. We gotta have a real party at a real place with a real drinks. <laughs> yes. That's, That's what we were exactly talking what we about. Were just talking yes. About. <laughs> we're gonna do it in person because by that point, I'm hoping we're gonna be in phase three. I'd like yeah, us to be in phase three. We're definitely three. hoping that we can plan a, a big party for all of our guests mm-hmm. and uh, like actually be in public and buy drinks. <laughs> exactly. And eat food that we didn't cook. Right. Face to face. Yeah, we would love to do the one year anniversary yeah. party. So everybody put it in the universe that, that we're going to be able to do it. And hopefully tons of our guests it's will happening. be able to come. I can see yeah. it. It's happening. Yay! Yeah. So yeah, so excited. When you were on episode episode four, we were talking about challenges of being a matchmaker, uh, the challenges of just dating right now, especially with all like the dating apps and everything like ramping up so much, and the unreal unrealistic expectations, especially from men um, at that time. And we were going into cuffing season. So on this episode, it's so fun <laughs> to have you back because holy shit, have things changed? Um, it's an entirely different atmosphere, environment for dating. It like, is. World. The world. <laughs> it is. Really. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's, it's craziness out there. But it's really cool to hear about the take of dating because we all know about everything that else is going on with COVID. But I'm super interested to hear of how it's affecting like the actual dating world. So, well, yeah, I so should listen. ask you, Jess, how <laughs> it's affecting the dating world, because 
Uh, last time I checked, you were single. I don't know if you're dating now. What's what's happening with you? <laughs> well, it has been a while. Actually, um, I guess you were on our show back in October. So I guess like literally right after that, um, I started seeing someone. Oh! So pretty much since October. Okay, yeah. cool. And okay. <laughs> yeah, so he, yeah, he's amazing. Um, but uh Definitely not single. And, you know, it's funny. We've joked about this before, uh, saying if you can make it through a reno, you, you know, you guys can really make it. So if you can make it through quarantine, I'm I'm thinking you can really make it because we've been together 24-7 for, what, m- like four months now. So Really? Oh, that's so <laughs> uh, great. We really got Man. to know each other. Okay. <laughs> I have – you must be so happy to not be single right now and that you were not single during the quarantine. Well, it's kind of both because, of course, you know – we went from, you know, seeing each other when our lives permitted, you know, dating to like living together. So that was a lot. And you know how I was before, like, I really, really liked my freedom. And I really liked doing my own thing. And I was always doing my own thing. So so a lot of changes have happened. But like, obviously, it's been amazing. He's amazing. But it has been like weird adjusting to that. But on the other hand, I think that the alternative would be a like being alone the whole time. So yes, I, I definitely am happy. And you <laughs> really are overall. living your best life. Like we've been talking about that a lot on the show too. Oh, it's yeah. like Jess has just like totally embraced her new lifestyle of kind of being, <laughs> you're almost like, dare I say, a wifey. Checking in with someone like you're actually doing that. Oh my. <laughs> well, it's really weird. Okay. Cause you guys know before, well, before COVID and I guess when I was single too, um, I was out every night and, you know, doing my thing. Borderline destructive behavior. (laughs) Yeah. Drinking all the time, like partying. Yeah. I was, I was busy. And then of course, since this happened, I've been at home cooking every meal, like living in the garden. Like I haven't put on makeup in four months. So (laughs) yeah, I feel like a totally different person, but you know, Lauren, we talk about how I thrive, um, in quarantine for some reason, but you know, I never really considered if, if, um, my boyfriend has played a role in my happiness. I have given him zero credit. (laughs) So wow. maybe I should consider that as part of it. Like too. I have no idea why I'm so happy. It must be quarantine. Wait, did yeah. you meet him on a did you meet him on a dating app? That's the trick question I want to know. Yes. Which and which um, one so was we it? Met, oh my god, we have the funniest story ever. It was um what was it? Oh, Hinge. Okay, cool. Our first date was ridiculous. Like I never thought we would ever like really see each other because on our first date I had been at a client meeting all day and drinking with my client my client was like super into shots and next thing you know I'm like way too drunk to drive to meet my first date <laughs> and then so he lives in St. Catherine so he drove had I'm like he, we were supposed to meet somewhere in the middle I'm trying to be respectful I'm like okay I'm too drunk you have to come here or we have to cancel so he ended up coming here hung out with my client and I proceeded to like drink more and like it was crazy and then uh the rest is history <laughs> so it's like a really weird first date. uh did you leave your car at the bar <laughs> oh yes okay <laughs> yes okay uh, yeah let's okay so let me go back to your original question <laughs> and that yes. was great thank yeah. you for catching up on the last year of your yeah, life no or problem. Eight months. Um, <laughs> a lot has changed awesome. since we talked to you last yeah oh my goodness <laughs> so you're no longer the single girl yay okay no yeah um well you know COVID dating has been 
it's for some people it's been a complete bust. I mean, you always get many different things. Look at look at you as an example. Um, you know, you made it through uh, COVID with someone who's relatively new, right? And then I yeah. I actually, ladies, am coaching right now for the first time ever because I normally don't do breakup coaching. However, I am a matchmaker and I am considered a relationship expert and a dating coach. So I'm actually coaching um, some new clients through their breakup. And these are unexpected breakups. Some have been together for a long time and have completely, you know, um, been cut, not, not sideswiped, I guess, like just out of the blue was not expecting this. Many, many But was people- it COVID related? Like, do you think that's what they realized this is over? It, well, well, for the part of the other person, for the person who was broken up with, they, again, the position that they're in is not, they're not sure, right? And so mm-hmm. the idea behind that is possibly if you're in a partnership and COVID is happening and it's forcing you to look at your life and look at your your work and look at your friends and look at your family and you know maybe there are some things that that triggered this situation right because and and yeah, for sure. and trust me it's not just uh you know people we're talking married couples i in the beginning of covid week 4 i thought i was going to like do very bad things to my partner, <laughs> like very, very <laughs> bad things. That's all I can tell you. I and think we were I, all at that point. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. I actually um, called for a, like an actual breakup expert. Her, na- her name is Natalia Juarez. You might know her. Um, uh, okay. Lauren. Was she a life coach? Is she a no, life coach? She, she is a breakup expert and digital and I a think dating I've strategist. Seen her. Natalia Juarez is the breakup expert. Yes. Um, she's a, she's a Toronto dating. She's a Toronto matchmaker. Oh my gosh. So I, I've or gone dating to coach. her. Okay, good. Like Natalia. Uh, War- a long time ago. She's the, she is the breakup expert. And then there was, there is Leanne Townsend, who is a partner at a law firm and, and specializes in divorce and family mm-hmm. therapy because I was like, I might need you. And then there was, oh my gosh. uh, Allison, <laughs> Oh, you're on standby. I interviewed all three of them, and it was called Couples in Quarantine. I wanted to call it Couples in Crisis, but they're like, because I'm in crisis right now. But I I did Couples in Quarantine, and and you know, although I'm a matchmaker, I'm also in a partnership, right? And I I coach people that are in the first stage of, of dating or at the end stage of dating, and sometimes when people call me. As you would know, too, Lauren, in your experience working at a matchmaking agency in the past, sometimes people will be very proactive and 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 call a matchmaker and say I'm almost single. I'm about to break up with my partner. Yeah, that's efficient. <laughs> no, no, it's really really is super efficient. Good for you. You know, and they're like getting ready. Just planning ahead. Yeah, planning ahead. In fact, I did a beer and bubbly series um where we did a free matchmaking event myself and three other matchmakers. So there's four of us that teamed up um, Leanne from uh, who's my love coach, uh, Taryn from Mutual Match, and Claire from Friend of a Friend Matchmaking. We did a one-hour live matchmaking event, private by Zoom, and we did it according to age. Our first group was fifty-five to fifty-five plus. Second group was forty-five to fifty-five. And two nights ago on Tuesday, we did 
a men's and and female separate group live matchmaking um, from 25 to 35. And didn't we have a woman who was on that said, I'm about to break up with my boyfriend and I just thought I would peek in here and see what y'all are up to and letting you know I'm almost ready. Like, and I was like, wow. okay, great. She's just testing the waters before she dives yeah. in. I mean, you got to give people like that a little bit of cred because it's like, obviously these people don't want to be alone and they know that, mm-hmm. but they know the relationship that they are in is over. But I think in that those situations, like I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that it isn't like, a, you know, quote unquote no, 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 situation. I mean- it's that that relationship had yes. been over for a long time. Well, you know what? Dating is like um, a whole nother like experience to get into so mentally preparing yourself for that might not be the worst idea it's a whole nother stage you know i mean for for her and and it 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 certainly did sound like her partner or her roommate practically not necessarily partner anymore the roommate she's with uh former sexual partner because i don't think they're doing it anymore but um understands (laughs) the situation so what the pandemic i'll take just a look at my own clients I would say almost 50, I would even say a higher percentage. I think 70%, if I were to guess, of, of my private clientele and coaching clients went on hold. And there was a period of time where where I spoke with my assistant matchmaker and said, "What's what? what should we do? What's the best thing to do? And of course, we have our own lives and we have our own families and we have our own concerns, right? We don't want to jeopardize especially in the beginning when things were like super scary and I feel like where I'm at now Mm -hmm. even though nothing has changed like frankly we don't have a cure we're no different really in the world um from the pandemic of of having a cure finding a cure so it's not like I feel like what did we do for the last three months right so people put dating on pause Many of them because, you know, they, they there's so many other people outside to consider. I have an elderly, vulnerable mom. I have children. Mind you, kids are not necessarily at risk. But I'm sure you, Lauren, do not want your toddlers, your kids to have COVID, right? Like you just don't want that, right? No. Um, yeah. Yeah, nobody is trying yeah. to get it. Like, of course, I think everybody is doing what works for them, but nobody's like well yeah speaking for myself and my family like probably majority of people though <laughs> yeah we relaxed on the um social distancing with select groups of people or mm-hmm. friends and family but we're not out there trying sure to do anything and and either, you know so. i so from that reason and, and a fair reason for why some women in particular did not want to date is that we literally have lost all of our beauty services and that I'm like is a huge deal like it's a huge deal I today got a manicure and a pedicure for the first time in three months that's insanity like that is absolute insanity that I like uh my partner did my feet like a week and like maybe a month ago and because he does our daughter he does our daughter's nails and feet right so I'm like all right you're gonna have to do mine like it's time right so (laughs) (laughs) which is great because like you know I have to have a partner that is down with that it's like okay like yeah honestly I sometimes I'm like "Mm, are you playing (laughs) for the right team like I I just don't know you know what I mean so uh, I know I I was just thinking about asking my boyfriend to do my feet and he's like accommodating but I think he'd be like are you 
joking? No, 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 no. I'm talking like the whole thing, the bubbles, the scraper. Did you the tell whole, him how to do it or he just knew? No, he knew how to do it. He knew how to do it. He even went wow, out and got the him. thing. So yeah, bonus points, like massive bonus points. So, uh, you know, one, we try, we were setting up virtual dates and we were setting up clients that were open to being introduced by video. And I have um, one male client who, um, you know, after I guess six video dates and uh, many of those didn't move successfully. Like it obviously was not in a relationship after video date number six and was thinking, you know, is there something noticing that there's a different dynamic when you're in front of the video camera and you have to, first of all, be comfortable with that platform. And so many people are not comfortable with video dating uh, however, it's it's definitely something that has changed for most people, including most of the mainstream apps have incorporated video. They've added it. Um, Hinge, by the way, uh, did a report recently indicating that many people on their site are now preferring video. They're seeing a spike of video usage. They're seeing a spike in communication. All apps, by the way, saw an incredible increase in messaging communication, an increase in signups, an inc like an increase in the number of interactions that were that were going on, more reach outs, more communication, longer conversations actually, and reported longer video dates than ever. So like they're getting longer, they're getting more connected. You would think I think they were saying that the average first date video went beyond an hour. Um, wow. I know. I went beyond an hour. It totally it makes, makes sense, sense for sure. Yeah, because first of yeah. all, people have not been talking to anyone else, so it's nice yes. to like see someone else. Yes. But I was I was looking up at something um and it was saying that one of the benefits of quarantine dating is it people are taking more time uh, to get to know each other. They're taking things slower. So that I guess is why, because they have more time to talk and, and they can't really meet. So they're, they're spending the time getting to know each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also like when you don't have the choice, you kind of adapt, right? Mm -hmm. totally. And just what you said about like people not being comfortable with video, like when you don't have the choice, you just kind of use what you got. Well, the, 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 yeah, the other it's better than nothing. Yeah, and, and I think the the one thing that has changed, um, like pr I think will change permanently and that has shifted is the introduction of video. It was always there, but the pandemic has made it um, mainstream, normalized. It, it's, it's like video has replaced texting. Some people prefer video over texting and some people likely now will probably not it's like they won't meet you unless they see you on video first. I think that's going to be an interesting mm -hmm. um, dynamic. And and the new normal, so to speak, is, all right, I'm not getting dressed up, like fully dressed up unless I see you on video. And the, uh, the aspect of that is you can really be great on video. However, I worry, too, as a matchmaker, and this just happened, we had um, – Two people, one from a collaborating matchmaker and one is my client. Uh, we, we introduced them together. We shared their profiles. They both agreed. She wanted to go on a social distancing walk 
with my client. My client was, uh, you know, going to agree to that. And then they had a phone conversation. Um, and, and in that phone conversation, and sometimes it happens this way, they'll agree to go, they'll meet, but somewhere in the communication, either they, they, they go to the phone date and something on the phone turns one or the other person off and they never make it to the video date. And then in other cases, they plan to meet in person, but they do the video date and then it stops at the video date because somewhere in the video date, uh, one or the other person didn't like what was said or interpreted or didn't feel the chemistry over the camera or over text or or didn't like the phone voice and that's it. So we also run into people being extremely like picky and I've had one client say, hey, unless it's like Mr. Right quality, like he's got to be 90, 110% or 99.9% Mr. Right, or I'm not going to meet this person. So there's that extra, uh, they've got to be super worth it for me to go out. Where in the past, you didn't have that high of a bar set for, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but people aren't taking maybe chances on people they would have normally taken uh, in the past because they didn't have to worry about a virus where now I think that their metric or their decision, like the decision to meet someone is based on them being like superly excited about that person versus, yeah, I'll meet them. We're, we're no longer casual about it. I'm not saying that's always the case, but in some cases I've also experienced people being pickier. Yes, you're getting more connected, but B, you're also uh, – people are tending to be far from Yeah, and I mean I'm not surprised at that and I wonder if it's just going to get worse because now that video chat and that sort of like almost interview for dating someone has been introduced onto the dating scene on this level, people are going to – that's just going to be like – what you do now it's like well let's meet over video and we'll see how we feel and depending on that how that goes maybe we need to still have another video chat or or meet in person yeah and now you get to see inside it's like the-, the phone call it used to be a phone call but now you're in their house and if you don't like the color of the wallpaper or you don't like their room or you don't like their kitchen and now you're judging their home area and it's like great guy but ew he has like linoleum floors yeah it's a a whole new set of things to criticize yeah normally you would have like a few dates or something before you would get to that point so you would already decide that you like him enough to look past that but now it's like first thing like nope my standard is higher than that (laughs) well here's my bedroom and uh you know when I dated my first husband, okay, because um, I'm divorced, he I was 22 when I met him and he was 27. And when I went to his room, I kid you not, and I cannot make this up, he had Star Wars bed sheets oh <laughs> and Star Wars. He had like Star Wars bed sheets, um, Star Wars everything, Darth Vader's oh everywhere, God. like super Comic-Con <laughs> person. I didn't even get turned off because I was 22. Oh, yeah, I guess you were 22. She was 22. She didn't know any better. 
I didn't care. I didn't care. It's like, just like his mother did his laundry. We're divorced now. Yeah. Did I mention that? I told you that, right? Yeah. Um, great guy. Still into Star Can recite every word of Star Wars. I think he can even recite the credits. Like, oh that's how God. much of a fanatic he is. Right. Uh, great guy. Great guy, but just not my guy. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> He gave me two beautiful, amazing, gorgeous children. So, but, but had I, um, you know, and I had no standards then. Had I um, imagined that, right? I have no standards. <laughs> I'm 22. I worked at a, I worked uh, in retail. <laughs> so, and I'm young, right? So yeah. anyway, had, but as grownups, um, I hear that as well. I hear that a lot about the background and the turnoff and and not now, not only are you critiquing the individual, but you're like peeking at the background, yeah, right? The room is small or big or or maybe you can be impressed by it. So there there's always pros and cons. And and by the way, they could be um, you know, live streaming or FaceTiming you at their mother's house or at a friend's place or whatever so uh, for view- viewers who are listening uh, that it's so important to set up your space and your video date in an area that's not going to detract from the purpose of the date find the cleanest clutterless area in your home that invokes peace love like set the mood up so it's not detracting and if it's it, if you need to spring clean now is the time. Get your ducks in a row. Get the lighting. It's so important. Like video tutorial 101, you need to Google it. You need to get on YouTube and you need to know how to rock a video date and what the proper camera angle is. <laughs> Nobody wants to speak to somebody's nostrils. Nobody wants to speak to somebody's forehead. Like I have, it's I cannot true. tell you how many Zooms I have been on that I'm thinking, do they see what I see? <laughs> like, are they seeing what I'm seeing? I can't even see this person. Like, I can't even see this person. And I, and you know, uh, I, I've adjusted people mid, uh, mid interview. And I've, I've, I've given my critique because I want them to have the best experience and I want them to get more approvals and I want them to have a great impression. So I've literally coached and have been paid to coach people uh, how to rock a video date. Yeah, I mean, you're adding a whole new layer, right? And and I think that's a great recommendation. Like if you're going to be doing these video dates, you should really find that neutral space in your house or mm-hmm. wherever you plan to be, like as, mo- as neutral as possible. So you're not allowing people to judge you because or, – or criticize you or put like a barrier up based on your – bed sheet or the color of your walls like unfortunately as humans we are just so like judgmental and critical and at times we I don't even think we know we're doing it but it's weird how that like sends that like message to our brain being like oh I don't like that so now I don't like him or her which is so crazy because this could be your perfect match all it takes is like the smallest thing and you're letting that go because of like some home decor or and and then you're also making that like Book, judging a book by its cover which we are all supposed to not be doing but it's like it's really hard now because that's a whole other layer that people have to like navigate now you have to be like okay I love the room 
So I assume like they're a cleanly person or a trendy person or they have money or I hate the room. So I assume this and you have to probably try and talk to yourself and say like, okay, I have to ignore that and focus on the person, (laughs) which obviously is where you come in and have those coaching. But you you mentioned something before where you talked about um, people like going to the video chats and having that more and I wonder obviously COVID plays a part but I also wonder because of not seeing people for so long and maybe you're on dating apps or however you were communicating but like we talked about this on the show is like screen fatigue and like I had moments that I was like, I cannot send one more text. I cannot type on my phone or my computer for one second longer. I just can't do it. Like I've all I do is live my life on the screen right now. And I think for people, they were probably feeling the same. Like I feel like I wouldn't be alone in that. And it's like, well, I can sit and chat as long as I don't have to actually type anything. So yeah, I mean, screen, screen fatigue is, is, uh, I, I I think more, we call that like um, online dating fatigue, right? Uh, when I worked for a match, a different matchmaking organization, we had coined ODF. Uh, do you suffer from ODF, which is online dating fatigue? Like they coined it online dating fatigue, right? I can vouch for that. That is a real thing. It's exhausting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. And there, there really isn't a workaround, but it's the same thing as um, how I view cardio, okay? Like, I don't even want to say in the universe that I hate cardio because I'm trying to transform my view of cardio and I'm trying to transform my view of working out, period. But I have to say, when I'm really doing a tough workout – or when I'm trying to push through a boring exercise because in my mind I'm like, I want that summer body. And, and you know, as you're doing it, it's frustrating. And there are so many singles that are online that are frustrated. It, it's difficult. I, I get the difficulty of opening the app on a different day. Forget that even day, like at a different time of the day. They're already starting with a, uh, like a side, like, I don't want to do this. Right. And it's, it's when you start with that, you kind of have to really psych yourself up for the day. Like, this is the, uh, I'm meeting my guy. I'm meeting my girl. I'm, I'm, this is going to be a great day. Like literally whatever you got to do to psych yourself up because no one's going to psych you up even as my day goes or uh, you know, it, it's a challenging business that I'm in. Everybody wants to meet someone special. Uh, when you have not mm. uh, produced the match or people are waiting or it's the same thing where uh, where perhaps there's something in the profile that someone's fixated on. Well, you know, I said I want six feet and he's 5'10". And th- this is real. Like the, the people really, really stress about these things, you know, if they're fixating on the two inches short and not looking at the 98% of the criteria that's a match, uh, they're going to go into it going, he's too short, he's too short, he's too short, versus, I like this profile. Like, height's not a big deal. I'll, you know what? I'm going to check him. I'm going to go in with an open mind. Although the biological clock is certainly a bigger deal and more of a concern for us as women 
it's a lot of pressure. It, you're, you're, it, and, and specifically, you're 41, you're 39, you're 42, you still want to have kids. Then you're doing the math. Okay, it's going to take this long. Like they're already thinking about it's going to take this long to date person. Um, it's going to be this much. And maybe I can't have a baby, or maybe like there's so much going into that. And easy to say, just relax about it. But really and truly, what you'll find over and over again, when you do relax about it, when you don't put all that pressure on yourself, when it, it literally, you know, you're intentional, mm-hmm. but your energy is calm, your your energy is hopeful, you know, you don't allow yourself to get so frustrated. And when you do, you call your coach, you do call a family member, you exercise, you drink that glass of wine, the glass of wine, not the bottle. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do things, maybe the bottle occasionally, but certainly not all the time. With your girlfriends. Yeah. With your girlfriends. Right. So, but it's so true that the energy like is a real thing. And another thing that we've talked so much about lately, even for you, Jess, when you kind of relaxed about it and you weren't picking everybody apart and and realize like it's going to happen when it happens and like your whole energy and your whole vibe change and then there came your your man well yeah she 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 got drunk with a client and he showed up and he and you know he could have totally said f like imagine like turn that around and oh i would have never talked to him again right but However, like you kind of, you know, broke the plans with him and got too drunk to meet him halfway. And he he took that and was like, all right, no big deal. I'll come see you. But that's the guy you need. You need the guy that's not going to freak out about you making those those changes. Right. Totally. And I'm not going to say it was, you know, rainbows since then. Like I did push him away um, like a couple months in and and was like, no, I can't do this. Like, I want to be by myself. And and I did push him away. But then I don't know what it was or something about this guy. But And we ended up back together. But so the old habits sometimes do die hard. And, and I think I should say that. It wasn't yeah, just and, a- you know, um, you might play this cat and mouse game for a while because that's what you do. And he's, you know, that's what I do. Yeah. But, like, I have the, I have the kind of person that, like, is attached to me and it's like I can push him as far as I want he's the patient he's type. like a rubber band it's like he's like super so patient is mine like I'm talking <laughs> yeah springs right back springs yeah. right back right and so and then if, even if I'm showing up with scissors he's like that's okay I got like I got more rubber bands yeah he's like the type like oh I know you don't mean it dear yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's He's okay. right. Have another After. glass of wine. <laughs> you well, know, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, dating for it, it 100% has been frustrating. Certainly, I've been busy for a reason, and, and it, it has not all been unicorns and rainbows for sure. I put out a lot of fires, and there's a lot of hopelessness uh, for people and the pressure of time and how long is this going to go on? And, and it, it really is dampening our, you know, sexy time and like what we can do and showing up with gloves and a mask. It's just, all of it is just like, ew, you know, but. Well, that was one of my questions. Like, is it, is it now, like, are you finding that people 
are saying, okay, well, I would like to meet this person, but you need to tell them they need to wear a mask and gloves. 100%. Yeah. Or I'm going to wear a mask and gloves. We we have uh, COVID dating tips. We also have um, surveyed and interviewed each client to find out what's their preference, what's their comfort level, will they meet in their home, will they meet in public, will they wear a mask, well, like we plan the activity, the outfit, like literally we're talking about all these things that we would never normally talk about. It's different. Uh, so dating, dating has not been easy. Um, and we're, I'm still trying to navigate that because there are people who invested in this process. They definitely need more support. And, and it's like, I've seen memes. Great. I finally am ready to meet Mr. Right and the pandemic want to F up my love life. Like, thanks, COVID. You know what yeah. I mean? I've seen all of that. It's definitely not uh, an atmosphere for like productive to dating. That's for sure. <laughs> people are meant to be far away from other people. So mm. I can imagine how hard it would be to meet new- someone new. And also it'd be really hard. Like, how how are you finding people are going the next step? Like, kissing and and being intimate when you know um you're supposed to be wearing a mask usually well firstly again it just depends on the comfort level and this is the reason why certain clients are not even open to uh social distance dating until they can do it all and i even had a close girlfriend of mine that said you know i will jump the next person that is near me and i'm not worried (laughs) like this is kind of out of the frustration like i'm not doing it like if i'm I'm not gonna date and like dangle this like hot chocolate in front of me and i'm thirsty i'm not gonna do that right (laughs) so like yeah i love how hot chocolate was your metaphor want hot chocolate nothing quenches thirst like hot chocolate and a cold day when your nose is running like you just want that hot chocolate fair and so that's the same thing for some people they just know they got to do an internal check right what 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 can they tolerate what what's comfortable and it's okay to stand in that but also to know that you know you're you're also for some people i i would not advise waiting at all the more you wait uh, you know, we have no control over this, right? We we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. And so I, I think it's a, a pro, a, asking the right questions that'll have you feel comfortable. Uh, one client of mine, you know, really liked this other person, but this other person tra- was traveling on a train, traveling on a bus, traveling for work, getting in public, you know, transportation. And my client is a mom with a young child and elderly parents. And it's like, as much as she likes this person, she can't agree with how they're practicing social distancing. So that's the that's the choice that she's comfortable with, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, that's probably like the biggest issue right is yep there's one person that's like I'm good I'm ready to go like I am excited to start dating and I really want to meet the person and I'm not so worried about it and then they meet yeah like maybe you introduce them to someone who fits all like checks all their boxes and then that person's like yeah well, I'm basically wearing a hazmat suit every day and and, and it's unfortunate right it, it really really is unfortunate because that that's their like what do you 
how do you convince? And it's not my job to say convince that person. And, and it's their comfort level. They have to make choices that are appropriate for them. And I guess, and it, unless that person, and it's not like the other person too, they yeah. can concede or say, you know what? Uh, if, if this is what makes you comfortable, I will wear a mask. I will wear gloves. I like, like there can be agreement there. Right. But it, when there's no agreement and there's no meeting in the middle, then that's where you can really tell, like, the, these are opposing values. Right. This person. And, and that's a new thing. Now we got to worry about how you treat safe social distancing and then the interpretation of a person's decision. One person thinks that that's completely irresponsible. And then the other person thinks that this person's like going overboard and uh, in meeting new clients, even I've been to new clients' homes uh, where I've sat six feet apart, but I'm still in the home and I used the restroom and they're not following me around with a Clorox wipe. Right. So it's just a matter of hair. Hey, are you cool? Yep. Totally cool. Touch whatever you want. I'll have the cleaning lady figure it out or they just yeah, not worry about it. I guess that will come it. into yeah. play probably I don't know if I could say permanently, but for a long time. And that's probably going to be part of people's profiles, whether they use it as like an icebreaker kind of jokey type, like do you have COVID or do you have antibodies Um, or but in that's sexy talk. I know, but that's and that's the thing. Like that also kind of puts a a obstacle in in um, dating because that's forefront in everybody's minds. But it's just gonna always be that question, like, oh, what if you got it, or what if I got it? But it's almost safer, right? Like it's kind of safer to say COVID survivor, like kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like I have the antibodies. I have like, the antibodies, good. baby. <laughs> it's um, you know, that's one thing about the pandemic that has people really look at their own actions more. And it doesn't extend just to, you know, safe social distancing, but it's looking at everything. Do and and that's I think why relationships are either thriving or suffering. Because you're having these deep conversations. You are really getting clear. Well, I think that's another good point is like, yes, you're obvious. We're all kind of checking ourselves a little bit more now in for a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like the, the climate culturally is shifting too. And that's probably playing a part in the dating world. But it's also just like that trust factor. Like people are really going to have to be able to trust someone new. So if you say like, I... I'm relaxed for the most part about like the COVID situation, but I still take my precautions here and there. How are you handling it? And you have to trust that person is telling you the truth now. Like Exactly. It, it's like before you sleep with someone, you're asking those questions and and you are trusting, but the only way to 100%, even if you trust or don't. see the doctor's note. <laughs> like, yes, you go to the doctor, you actually get your STD check and you actually present it to yeah. each other. And before that time, you wear protection. Yeah. Right? Well, it's true. Before yeah. definitely was more along the lines of our safe sex was a concern. And that's what you asked about people's health. But now it's, uh, do you have STDs and or COVID? <laughs> Check the box that applies. COVID, which one? Which one do you got? Like, I like to know. I love my life, you know? So, (laughs) and then when do you draw the line? What about like other diseases? Yeah, and then, (laughs) um, exactly. Anything else? And you know, it was also really tough because 
uh, you know, there there weren't places to go. I mean, literally, let's stand on the sidewalk. How about we do that? Because yeah. like the parks are closed. It's caution tape yeah, everywhere. That's a good point, too. Uh, There's literally nowhere to go on a date. There was literally nowhere to go. You couldn't even really walk. And the beaches no, you couldn't. Or and very few pace, places that were open, and not the climate for romance. Um, and the weather was crap in the beginning yeah. of March. It's like, it was, it was, you know what? Dating just was shut absolutely. down. Let's just be honest. Dating was shut down. The absolute worst dating conditions imagined. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know what, people? It can't get like like we literally have been through. I think the worst of it, I really do. Although they're saying there couldn't be a second wave, um, you know, we still have Uber. We have become more creative. Um, there, there are there are always certainly workarounds, and I think if people are positioning their homes, and some people are literally resorting to dates in their home, um, and that's. Uh, you know, something that is new. It's like, want to come to my house? Like date one. That's not so weird. Like in, in some cases, it's not so weird because there's nowhere else to go or maybe come to my backyard because there were no public parks open. There there really yeah. was very limited options. And now we're well, you starting can go on a patio now. You can ride your bicycle. But I guess that's another, that's another area of trust, right? Like you don't know this person and now you are considering letting them come to your home or going to their home. Um, and COVID aside, because yes, that's one layer of it, but it's also like, hopefully you're not an axe murderer. Like, Well, I was just thinking when you said that, I would never literally ever meet someone online and go to their house for a first date. I mean, maybe working with a matchmaker, I feel like you yeah, obviously check these people totally out. Different. You you ha- yeah. have done some background. Yeah, I, th- I think our clients, yes, I think our clients would feel more open to that and there's a bit more of a common space. And also, uh, what, what neighborhood they live in, you know, if they're at Sherborne and Shooter <laughs> and they have that address, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or maybe some parts. Uh, I used to live like my first apartment way back when, when I had no idea that that area was the worst ever. No wonder the rent was so cheap. I couldn't, I was like, where, why are there needles everywhere? I don't understand. And like, not I, much has changed, sadly. It, exactly. So yeah, depending on where they live, you know, um, some of people, if they're in the residences at the Ritz Carlton, yeah, I'll come on over, you know, that's no problem. So but, yeah, there are some people that you can get. <laughs> get away with that or or they'll even meet in there uh, people are still going to work or their office or what whatever seems you know uh, comfortable private club what whatnot so things are things are are better I, and so I'm really excited about the fact that there are more options to plan um, better dates you can you know ice cream shops are open now so go for ice cream rent a bike uh, you know, go rollerblading. You can do all kinds of things now. Picnics are great. Um, yeah, fruit markets. Uh, I think some some street markets are going to be open soon. So we're getting there. Well, even outdoor dates are are totally amazing. You know, you can even now walk, take a walk somewhere. So mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good idea. Kind of going yes. old school, yeah. right? Super cute. And I think those are things that like really can also yep. lay a foundation for like more genuine and um you know just 
raw emotion and like having a little bit more intimacy because it's nostalgic as well exactly and it might encourage people to like stay off their phones a little bit more and just like be in the moment because we've now lived behind four walls like pretty much exclusively for four months you're like I don't need there's nothing happening on my phone that I have not seen in three months the person in front of me needs to like have my attention and hopefully that other person feels the same so like you kind of wonder if dating will be better now because people we took so much for granted right and now it's like oh my god there could be a second wave I need to like focus I need to be here because I don't know if my chances mm-hmm. will get taken away from me and then when my chance will happen again it, oh, knock on one there isn't a second wave but I think we've all just had like learn more appreciation for life and like the things that we have and living in those moments and hopefully that will like roll into the dating world and people will be a little bit more open well there the other hand could be people like you said before are getting a little exhausted so when they do spend that time with somebody um they're willing to invest more into that moment instead of like and this is something that i found there's so much selection so it's so easy to go to the next so instead of like really quickly bouncing to the next because you just don't want to do that anymore you'll spend more time with with one person yeah that's a really good point too yeah, and and the other like there there's there's always uh you know yin and yang, right? There there's the group of people that are super gung-ho, they're ready to to go out, they're they're ditching the mat, the, the gloves and mask and 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 some that are very extra, like more irresponsible even like and 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 just they're done with it, right? Like let's go back to normal life. And yeah. then again, the other side of the equation where um, they could do this for another six months, right? It's like, it's what, what's their timeline? Where are they at? What are their goals? How are they impacted? We also have heard COVID is like yeah. the introvert's dream. Like, this is perfect. I don't need to be it with anybody. I'm at home. I'm working from home. I'm getting paid. And then we also didn't really even talk about those that are single that are financially impacted. And not only are they worried about their dating life, they're also not getting paid and they have to figure out how to eat and then afford to go and date mm-hmm. someone. It's a lot. It, it, it really, really is a lot. So the, the, the beauty of that is that there, no matter where you're at and what you're experiencing, I do believe there are people there are networks and there are singles that are going through the same thing and that we can find those people and, um, you know, connect with those people and share in the, in these conversations, because talking about COVID as light and jokey as it is, it really gets people talking about deep things and new experiences right away. And, and these are not conversations, you know, they say avoid serious conversations. What about COVID? Because COVID is like a super serious conversation. Yeah. And you are someone that can help navigate through all that. Like when people are feeling like, oh my God, it's hopeless out there. I'm hopeless. The world is hopeless. Everything is hopeless. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do or where to turn. Connecting with someone in your field with your expertise can really shine that hope back into their lives. And even if it's more of just like coaching them from a social standpoint, like just getting back socially first, 
I think that is like a huge benefit for a lot of people and they maybe don't know that that's an option. Um, so, and, and I get it, like it can be really scary. Like I think we've all had our major ups and downs during these last however many days, 90 days, where you do feel that sense of like hopelessness and despair. And then whether you're single or not, because everybody's affected so differently by being in this, there's no handbook on how to handle a pandemic. And um, and then there's the people that when we are in our ups, we are like, oh, my God, like I have time to like figure this out about myself or plan what I want to do for the rest of my life. So, I mean, there's if you can find someone to help you navigate through all of it, mm-hmm. like that's a good starting point. I thank you. And I, I think that we all need our support crew where what whatever part of our lives that is if you're a mom join a mommy's group if you're a fit buff join a fitness group my watch my fitbit has like you can join teams and challenges and all kinds of things it's the same with your love life right so i just don't give up it's covid everybody's going through the same thing i'm i'm more i'm always a fan i'd rather as they say in you i don't know who said it but you fail forward right like make the mistakes. Now's the time. Everyone else is doing the same thing. And you never know, you could really, you know, not, I didn't even say lucky. You can just manifest change right now because there are people that are out there. And if someone can accept you with your unibrow and your hairy legs (laughs) and your your no nails (laughs) and (laughs) and your no lashes and all like, you're good. That, I mean, that's, and, and I feel you Lauren, because there are times where I'm like, I think I need people to see my authentic self. And then I'm like, no, they don't. They really don't. (laughs) No, forget that. That That was a terrible idea. (laughs) You guys are so funny. I would much rather do my own nails any day than go and get them done. Oh, my God. But see, that's just the, like, the interesting part about this. Like, everybody handles it so differently. Like, I... I had moments of that too where I'm like I'm good with this I'm so natural and who cares my nails now have never (laughs) been healthier um like I my skin's never been healthier because I'm not wearing makeup all the time yeah you know I I didn't care and then there'd be times that I'd look in the mirror and be like I hate everything that I see and I need everything changed (laughs) I need I, I don't even get my eyelashes done I need eyelashes I need my eyebrows redone I need my hair done I need Botox. I need fillers. Like I was like, I need breast augmentation. I think no matter where you're at in your journey, that it's important that we maintain some sense of our former reality and and not and forget and and remind ourselves that if we are single looking for love, that you know that that has to come with intention and effort. And so walking around out of your house and not making even the slightest, you know, uh, enhancement to yourself is probably not, you know, the best thing, especially if you're out and you might run into somebody that you find cute and you don't want to be caught dead looking the way that you do. Probably not good because that opportunity is gone. And I've, I've had that happen where I was out and I saw and I and because I'm a recruiter where I wanted to oh my god this person would be perfect and I'm like I cannot I can't yeah, like, I, I don't look like a, I look like a bag lady that's so funny 
<laughs> no, but I love that tip. Well, they say put your best face yeah, forward, right? Like that yeah. applies to everything. And that saying that doesn't mean like that's you and your most dolled up version. That doesn't mean that's your best face. Your authentic face is your best face. But I have different versions yeah. of authenticity. And like, just so we know, eyebrows is always one of them. Yes. Keep it going. Never, <laughs> never slack on the eyebrows. You know Yeah, we mean? all have yes. eyebrows. <laughs> It is non-negotiable. <laughs> we all need eyebrows. I'm so lucky because my partner's like prefers like a bare face, absolutely nothing. And I'm like, why are you attracted to little boys? I don't understand why. You- <laughs> <laughs> I swear. See, sometimes those supportive partners are the ones that are really detrimental. Like I didn't even realize <laughs> till I tried to put on jeans the other day that I'd gained like 30 pounds because my boyfriend gives me no inclination that I look any different. Right? <laughs> what? Oh my God. Yeah. So um, anyway, <gasps> it's, it's, yeah. I, and the last thing is, yeah, I, I've learned how to put on a five minute face. So like really confidently, I learned how to put in a five minute face. And for me, my superpower are eyelashes. Like I, as long as I got my lashes, I feel good. Like that's, that's the thing for me. And even if I didn't have my lashes, then I'd have eyebrows. It's one or the other. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I would just at least have you know, mascara. And because I always I'm always smiling. So I figure smile the crap out of this person like you're, you'll look amazing. So for those that are listening, your confidence, your energy, your smile, those are things that are lasting, even if you're not feeling your best self. But Ladies, get good at that five-minute face. And gentlemen, it does not take much to show up with a clean pressed shirt, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and it, like even on a Zoom call. So just make that effort and show them that you didn't roll out of bed, right? So the, the more There's, that you can, yeah. yeah, put that effort in, it's it's appreciated. It really, really is appreciated. Like, I get that services have uh, been slowed down because of COVID, but literally there's no excuse. We still have mirrors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shoppers is still open. You can still buy basic products. Like, there is no excuse to, like, really... No, you can order online also. Things can come to your house if you really are that worried about leaving. But I think, yeah, I mean, and we don't want to just like make this for women. Oh, it's men too. Everybody has to show up. Like, it can't just be expected that like guys can just like let themselves go and and just be whatever they want. And women are still expected to like have that perfect hair, perfect face, no, perfect body. No, we are body. not here for the double standard. No, we are not. And then no that's way. the other thing. Like, <laughs> if you are going to hold somebody to a certain, like, standard, then you better be looking in the mirror. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you, just because COVID happened and just because, yeah, women usually get more kind of treatments or services than men do, but that doesn't mean you don't have to do anything. Like, you still, if you're going to expect to meet somebody who looks like, um, you know, she's, as we always say, like walked off an Instagram ad, then so do you. Like, mm-hmm. let's just be real. Yeah. So men and women, like you have to equally show up and the expectations have to be like reflected in what you see in the mirror too. So I think that's a really 100%. important thing to like note. Um, so with that being said, though, like what are your top three like post-COVID dating tips outside of just like, yeah, showing up with your authentic self and um, putting that effort in. But what else? Top three, top three post, post-COVID post dating tips. Number one, I still think you need to have 
um, a great video setup at home and be competent to do video calls because of COVID the excuse of not being able to do a video, you you might get overlooked or swiped and people might not even meet you because that's what's happening. So get good at, 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 at if you need to update your camera, if you need to get with the program, I think video dating is, is definitely <laughs> important. Get with the program. Get with the program. <laughs> Number two, um, find great spots. Do the research and homework. What's open when it's open because there, you can fall into some dating fails. I've done this with my partner already where, uh, something looked open. You're looking at Google, but they're posting the wrong hours. So plan ahead, find out, maybe even reserve a table. Like, like, like just find out what's open, what you can do and get really like, have your date ideas planned out. So it's taken care of and and you're a step ahead. And number three, have the conversation about what's comfortable, um, how the date's going to go, uh, what they consider safe social distancing, what like compare notes so that you're not showing up in um, a mask and gloves or you're not shocked by that or making somebody feel bad. I think that you need to have the conversation about both of your comfort levels and, and maybe plan out those questions because that is new and people aren't necessarily thinking about that. You don't want that to, to dampen your mood when you get there. Okay. So those would, I would say are my top three post dating COVID tips. Those are great. Actually. Yeah. Those are great. And that's, (laughs) I think that's totally fair. And yeah, people get good at video, do your research and you do diligence on like whatever kind of date you have planned. And so overall get with the program. program. Yeah, I love that. Well, thanks so much, Carm. Oh, my pleasure. It's all we could do like you guys could do Honestly, we're you got to do quarterly dating sessions because like we never yes. have enough time and we always go over. So <laughs> maybe yeah. it's uh it's 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 yeah, cuz by that time we'll be in phase 3. Yeah, we'll have to check back in with you for sure. For sure. And, uh, Thank you. Can you fill us in on more tips at that time. So yeah, and you can Thank fill you. me in on what's going on in your world, ladies. Of yes, yes. I that love all your guests. I think you guys are rocking it. And thank you so much for having me. Um, and I look forward to coming back. Absolutely. Thank you again thank for being you. on the show. You know, you're our favorite uh, matchmaker and relationship Yay. coach. And, and I guess co- you say that to all the matchmakers, but we that's okay. I like hearing it. Um, we really don't. <laughs> we really but, don't. Uh, you know, I guess COVID brought some positivity through some people's maybe negativity. Like you are now kind of a breakup coach as well. So, I mean, Mm. that's awesome. I liked how you pivoted your business in that direction. So good for you. Super resourceful. Yeah. And I'd like to be doing less of that. However, I think it's so important to be supported during that time. Uh, And and there are experts for that. The, The people that came to me organically happen to be people that are also, um, you know, uh, closer to my circle than a, a random person. Um, usually, I have no problem referring people to breakout coaches or whatever. The fact that we have to have that just indicates to you like it's going on, right? Like this is what's happening, and it's it's so deep. I I don't know the last time you ladies remember ever having your heart broken. I can still remember very vividly. Yes, I definitely multiple times can. when my heart, yeah. 
like on the floor, bawling my eyes out, like not thinking, oh, my world is over. It, it's the worst. It it's is. It's completely the worst. It's the it worst pain you for life. you just can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's super traumatizing. The first heartbreak you'll never, you'll never forget, but you learn from it and you grow from it. Even the ones after, yeah, mm-hmm. you invest different things each time. But uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a good thing for you that you're doing the breakup thing and the matchmaking things, and you have like a client for both. Yeah, right. <laughs> Once they get over their breakups, they come for. Yeah, yeah I have. I, it's it's like it's full circle. <laughs> exactly, full circle. Plug in where everyone who is either going through a breakup or needing a matchmaker yeah. can find you. <laughs> if you are in a relationship, just call me. That's what you yeah. need to do. It's like <laughs> just any know stage. me, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Just know me. Follow me. That would be great. Listen to this podcast. Give it a thumbs up and follow all of us because Aww. your life will be better. <laughs> So plug your handle in case people are not following you yet so they know how to get in touch with you. Okay, everybody open their Instagram right now and you type in <laughs> at Carmelia Ray, C-A-R-M-E-L-I-A-R-A-Y because Instagram is like the new resume. And uh, my and you'll CarmeliaRay.com is my uh, website. But if you Google me, Carmelia, I will be there. Um, and Carmelia Ray on Instagram is where you follow me. And also head on over to at Herspective and follow and listen <laughs> and say that they're amazing because that's what's going on. I'm promoting for you guys, okay? Thank you. you. Are. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Not having to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you again so much. And yes, You're as welcome. Carm said, follow us at Herspective underscore podcast on Instagram. And please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And Carmelia is not a hard lady to find. So definitely check her out for any kind of relationship needs. And we will obviously have you back on the show. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Good luck in that crazy dating world that you're in. I will. I'm going to see you guys in September at your one year yes. anniversary party. Yes. For Everyone sure. manifest yes. that. We'll close yes. the show on that. On that. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.